0: Hello! This week's episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by the 2025 Chrysler Limousine. That's right!
1: It's now got fins on the front! And with bullet holes of your order right now. Right now! Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman, and I'm Kristen Kist, and we're co-authors of the science fiction comedy book series called
0: Prison Dead! Prison Dead. And uh, happy Mother's Day, because that's when we're recording this. That's uh, also when we're
1: going to release it. Yes. We're do two for today.
0: Two. Whoa, two for Tuesdays, except yeah. it's Sunday. Yeah.
1: So. Uh huh. <laughs> and just a reminder, really quick, that next Saturday. We will be at the Gaithersburg Book Festival in Gaithersburg, Maryland.
0: With our friends from ChessyCon. you find us at
1: the ChessyCon table, which I don't know where it's going to be because it's a big event. Yes, and
0: hopefully it won't pour and rain this year like it did last year.
1: Yeah. But
0: we made made some friends last year. We had a fun time. We saw Harrison. Yeah. That was nice.
1: Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So, looking forward to it. It's going to be us and our buddy, The Bean. Yep. Yep, my kid there. But we're not here to talk about us. Well, we are. Yeah, we are. We are here to talk about Logan!
0: Logan! And this time I'm Once not again, talking not about, about Jeff and the Bean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're talking about the movie Logan. Uh came out back in February. We have been super busy. Did not get a chance to see it. Uh, finally watched it last night. And so we want to yes. share our thoughts about uh, yet another entry into the X-Men Universe, canon, yes. yes, canon. So the 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 main difference here is between the the X Men movies, the DC movies, and the Marvel movies. Is that the Marvel movies? You know, there isn't any time travel that negates an entire movie from happening, kind of thing. So far,
0: where it's, in this, although there this are movie, movies that erase Spider Man and make him a new Spider Man,
1: but, but he, that's because of wait, 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 that Spider Man is not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe though. Okay. Okay. Now, the Spider-Man, we know, we only have seen him at this point in Civil War, and he gets okay. his own movie next month. Okay, it's
0: because of Sony, but there are other Spideys.
1: Right, right, but I'm talking about all the X-Men movies, all the latest DC movies, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Okay? Um, so where was I? Okay, so, yes, there's been nothing in Marvel and nothing in DC that I completely go back and, and say, like, oh, this one movie just didn't happen. It's a multi-million dollar thing to just, you know, wipe off the face of the earth. But anyway, we're dealing with an R-rated movie here.
0: Yeah, like Deadpool, but not... It's it's darker.
1: Yeah. It's
0: not, not silly. No
1: spice. Nothing, no nothing spicy.
0: No, no silly. It wasn't a silly movie.
1: No, no, very all. serious. And I liked that.
0: I liked it for this movie, but it was it It was a little. It was sad. It was, it was, sad. It was a dark movie. So yeah. sometimes watching it... Was a little made me feel a little sad.
1: Yeah, so it was de- it was definitely dark, definitely violent. This oh, yeah. is more yeah, yeah. the Wolverine I, never, I was always expecting.
0: Yeah, I I never saw that much violence in X Men movie before. I
1: mean, he were stabbing people like, in psh- the head, psh- the neck. The only thing it was he took missing off was that like, dude's
0: arm <laughs> and his legs. I guess apparently I was kind legs. of
1: expecting a little bit of like Kill Bill style, like blood geysers.
0: But it wasn't it wasn't silly at all. No. It was it was I don't know. I'm trying to think. I can't really think of the right tone to explain that. I'll I'll think about it, but I couldn't... It's hard to find, like, the right tone, because it still is, like, a superhero movie with, like, all the fantastical aspects of X-Men, but it was grittier. It was almost like watching a mobster
1: movie. Ooh, that's a good thing. Do you feel
0: like like The Sopranos, where you're like, oh, my God, someone's going to get killed, and they're not going to have much time to react, and it's going to be, like, real and sad and not silly, like, Kill Bill, or, like, um... Uh, what's that other show we love with the dead rising again? I can't remember.
1: The Walking Dead?
0: No, the other one, the silly one. Shaun of the Dead? No, the one that's a TV show. And the Army of of Darkness guy.
1: You mean... Um, The Evil Dead? Yeah, Evil Dead.
0: It's not silly like that. It's more like, yeah, it's more like you're watching a mobster movie or something like that. Like, because even Luke Cage, I feel like, could be a little bit more fun. This wasn't fun. It was, like, okay.
1: Hey, there's nothing People fun about dying. cleaning up the streets.
0: Yeah, yeah, but still. There was, like...
1: Jessica Jones, The Hot Mess, which made them more fun.
0: Yeah. This was definitely, like, a darker tone, like... Logan was cursing the whole time. Like everything out of his mouth was like F S. Even Professor
1: a. X was cussing. Yeah, he told Logan to fuck off, and that's yeah. the first thing he said to like. That's the first thing Logan said to him right. in uh, in first class.
0: And th- and it yeah, like I think we'll get into this in a little bit, but it was really really hard to see Professor X sort of be like a very old man who has basically has dementia. Action. Well, we can just
1: we can just bump this 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 bullet point up. Yeah, so he, we figured out that Professor X is 87. Right. And that's based upon he was the same age as X-23 when Shane came out. Yes. So we did some math. We figured out what year that came out. We know the movie takes place in 2029. We figured out that Professor X is 87 in this movie.
0: Yes. And he has some form of dementia, although he's far more... Uh, makes far more sense than my grandmother did, God bless her, um, when she was at the end of her life and had dementia. She, he, he's not really mistaking people for other people, although he sometimes doesn't know who Logan is. He still seems to have a pretty good hold on the people that are close to him in his life. And this new character, Laura, who's X-23, um, she shows up on the scene, um, it, but it's, it was really heartbreaking to see Professor X, um, in in that role where he has, like, dementia, and he's sick, he's hurting, um, you know, he's sort of locked up, um, in Mexico, in this big...
1: Like abandoned, like, refinery. Abandoned refinery,
0: yeah. So he's... They're trying to keep him away from everybody because his brain... It's so powerful that when he is having these, like, episodes and he is having, like, epileptic seizures, it has effects on other people around him. So they had to isolate him so that the effects aren't as strong and don't hurt other people. But, you know, he's he's kind of fragile and weak, and um, he still has a huge heart, and he's still trying to help people, but... He's not as effective as he used to be, and he's not making sense. And that was, it was really heartbreaking to see him.
1: What a great performance by JLP. Absolutely. Now, you know, we we don't want to say, oh, the comic this and the comic that, but, you know. But
0: there's important
1: points. There's an important things. So I think it's important to note that in the comic, you know, uh, Mysterio was controlling Wolverine to kill all mutants. But I... this time around, Professor X's seizures and his, his powers were... You know, we're killing all the killing all the mutants off,
0: right? So he has these like extremely powerful seizures, which you see a couple times in the movie, and anybody that's around him is pretty much frozen in time, and that it causes them to asphyxiate. Yeah, if it's not stopped soon enough. So that's another reason why he's been kept isolated. So in this world, in Logan, the movie's world it's Professor X's seizures that caused the death of all the X-Men. Right. Um, but then we also find out that Dr. Rice, who's like an evil, nefarious character in this film, um, that he has put things into evil corn syrup, which corn syrup is evil anyway, people, so stop eating corn syrup. It's in everything, um, though. But he, But he puts the this virus in the corn syrup that prevents people from becoming mutants so we find out earlier in the movie we don't know why but we find out from logan that it's been at least a decade probably a little bit more since they stopped being able to find new mutants so And it's been
1: about five years since professor x unfortunately killed everyone killed all of them yeah yeah So Mm, it's pretty brutal. So yeah, it's 2029. So Logan's health is definitely uh, deteriorating. He's being um,
0: that's hard to see too. I
1: don't know, like he's being poisoned.
0: Yeah, you know, you see from the beginning that he's drinking a lot. You you see him leaving the car and he's limping, which is really hard to see because Logan was always such a badass. Like he just handles everything, and you know that um, he in. Other Wolverine movies like his powers were taken away. That's not what's happening now, but his powers are far weaker and he's not able to heal. So, you see, um, the new character that's introduced, um, what is his name again? Caliban. Caliban, mm-hmm. yeah. And he says, like, Logan, I well, saw he the was cut in on your Apocalypse, chest a
1: little bit.
0: Yeah, I saw the cut on your chest and it hasn't healed. So you know, like, Logan's hurting, and he's not able to heal the way that he used to. He kind of almost gets his butt kicked in the very first scene of the film, which, again, is really hard to watch because you're so used to Logan being, like, a badass and always taking everybody down, Mm. and he can't do that anymore. And you also see him sort of taking on this son role with Professor X, like, trying to protect him, trying to keep him away from other people, trying to keep him safe, making sure that he has his medicine. Um, It's just you know, it's it's heartbreaking, right? It's like, have you ever seen that movie in Nebraska? Jeff and I watched that one. Um, you know, where... Uh, Will the, Forte. Will Forte, and um, he's, his dad thinks that he won this, like, writing... right publisher's Clearinghouse Sweepstakes, but he didn't. It's kind of almost that heartbreaking, where you're like, oh my god, like, these guys are both declining in health, they love each other, they're trying to be there for each other, but they're not the characters that we knew for so long, because they're getting old and and their powers are not what they used to be so just sort of watching that play out and see these two like you know brave awesome characters be sort of fractions of their former selves was uh hard but also really lovely that their relationship has continued and you know endured
1: yeah Logan's thing is he just wanted to save enough money so he could get a boat and they could go live out on the water. Yeah. And so they wouldn't have to hurt anybody else. Yeah. That was the whole right. plan the whole time. And Calvin was, you know, he... He's not sure about his place in all this. Cause he doesn't know if he's part of this. He can't go out in the light. You know, he's got to stay inside. Um, but, you know, he he didn't really think that he was going to be living below decks of this boat for his entire life kind of thing, so... So next let's, let's talk about the Reavers. So um they're a lot less colorful bunch than we saw in, in the comics, but let's face it, they're basically a bunch of like corporate bullies in this.
0: Yeah. You know, like for transient Yeah, they're they
1: the they're, they're um yeah, they're totally the enforcers and they, the, they so many see, robot parts. Yeah,
0: and they see Laura as like just a piece corporate, of property yeah, that corporate they have property. a patent on, but she's a person. Um and Laura is X twenty three. She's we find out in the movie that um they've they've they have some of Logan's DNA right because of the experimentation that they'd done in him earlier um when they fused his bones with adamantium um so they 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 kept his DNA they put it into an egg they implanted the egg into a poor Mexican woman It sounds like from what the storyline that they were describing the nurse yeah. Gabriella describes um and so she's born in a lab pretty much and lives there her whole life with a bunch of other children that also were created, um, by the fusion of X-Men genetic code with, you know, viable eggs. Right. But they don't have real moms and dads and they're sort of treated like their property, um, patented items. Right. But they're, but they're children. They are, you know, genetically human children with, you know, X factors. They're mutants. Um, but so the Reavers are out to get back what they consider to be their property, which I would consider to be people, which is pretty crappy. Um, and Laura is one of them. So Laura gets away with Gabriella, the nurse. She hides in Logan's trunk, and he doesn't even know she's there. So that drags the Reavers to where Professor Logan has a great sense
1: of smell. So another sign that his powers are deteriorating is that he couldn't smell her in there.
0: Right. Yeah. Um... So yeah, so the Reavers go to where Professor X is hiding. They get Caliban first because Logan thinks that he's hurt the lead Reaver enough that he's dead. But that's not the case because
1: Mr. Robot Arm,
0: uh, you know, he keeps coming back. He's got like nine lives like an evil cat.
1: Logan's fault for not taking care of his own dirty work.
0: It's true. And another sign of him not being fully Logan, he didn't fully kill a guy that was threatening people that he cared about. Yeah. You know, that's not what would have happened before. Um, So basically, you know, they kidnap Caliban. um, They try to come back and get Professor X and Logan and Laura, but they all escape. Mm -hmm. Um, And Caliban's kind of a cool character. I didn't know anything about him before because I don't, the comics, I'm bad, um, but he seemed kind of like a like a vampire type character. Um, but he definitely ate people food because he was chopping up some nice looking peppers in the kitchen, mm. uh, which is pretty cute. And he's kind of like a caretaker for um, Logan and Professor X. Um, but he can't be in the sun, and so they kind of torture him in, in one scene with sun. Um, but he's he seems like a really cool, kind of interesting character. Like he's very sad, um, and it's revealed later on, you know, that he used to help. Um, the corporation to to capture mutants, so that's got to be part of the reason why he feels very angsty um, at the age that he is now, and he's trying to, I guess, make amends. But um, he's an interesting character, very tragic. Um, You'll
1: spot him in an Apocalypse next time you see Apocalypse. Yeah, that, there's so much going on in that movie as yeah, opposed was. to like the three mutants in this movie. You know?
0: Yeah, I know, so. and that's like the other thing that was really devastating about this movie is just like the lack of mutants until you get to the point when you see all the kids, but even then, like, you don't know what their future holds for them. They're not, they weren't, you know, born children, so can they reproduce? I don't know.
1: You know, that was Casey's, uh, first, um, observation, like, when I sent him the Logan trailer. He wrote back to me, he's like, he's like, that's great. He's like, I didn't see any CG mm-hmm. in the whole movie. I was like, well, yeah, it's true, because, like, it's not even something that jumped out at me, but it's true. But, like. You don't need all those fancy effects if nobody has the special powers that you need to right. use them for. And you know what? And it worked. It was a great-looking movie. Yeah. From the opening sequence a, to the end.
0: It's kind of like an extremely violent, um, sad, sparse movie. Like, very apocalyptic feeling. Even more than... Like, X-Men Apocalypse, I still feel like there was so much going on, so much life, and so many people. This movie seemed desolate. I yes, think that's, like, the the feeling that I sort of took away from it. The like, loneliness of loneliness it all. Loneliness and yeah. hopelessness. Yep. And a sort of, you know, who's left to fight and just, you know, just the taking of human life left and right. There's a whole scene where Eric LaSalle has this family and a farm, you know, and he invites Logan and Dr. X and, and Professor. Laura, Professor X and Laura to come have dinner. And his whole family is, like, wiped out.
1: Yeah. Like, it's just,
0: it's cruel and and violent and that happened at the hands of X twenty four, who's a total
1: dick. X twenty four is a total dick. Um you know, it's it's he's he's, a, he's like he's never showed up in the comics. He's a, a robot uh Wolverine, basically. He's made of adamantium. So yeah. that actually kinda like ties us into to something else I want to talk about with X twenty four is that we know that Logan's loss of his memories at the hands of uh, William Stryker was due to getting shot with an adamantium bullet. Mm-hmm. Now, when his healing powers were fully formed, the bullet could just penetrate his skull, but he could push it out. But now he knows that his healing powers aren't there, and that a shot with this adamantium bullet would would kill him if he okay. needed to. He carries around with everywhere he needs to go, just in case some, he needs you know he needs to the time you know the time comes where he needs to use it. To kill himself, yeah. Like, he's planning that. X-23, Laura shoots X-24 in the head with it and blows his head half off.
0: Yeah. Clear off. Yeah. Which was fine, because that guy was a dick anyway. Yeah. He was pretty much like a dick Terminator, but he looked
1: like Logan. (laughs) But he kind of looked like Lee Shriver at the same time, too. Yeah, he had, like,
0: that, that facial hair thing going. Yeah. But he did, like, dick things.
1: Yeah, he totally did dick things. And tried
0: to pretend like he was Logan and maybe people didn't know, and it's like, no, you're a dick. You just yeah. look like him. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know? So, with that, we should talk about the ties to the other X-Men movies. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we definitely get some references to X-1 when they talk about, you know, Logan was a cage fighter. That's the first time we see him, too, when Rogue sees him. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Professor X says that he that's where he found him, which is interesting. So, did they never have that meeting in the bar... You know,
0: right?
1: Yeah, but um, okay. So that's when Professor X says he find, he finds him there, um, and then he references the Statue of Liberty, Liberty Island, where they fight Magneto, right? And Toad and Mystique in there. Yeah, Logan's first outing with the X Men, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we reference Alkali Lake, you know, from X information he gets from the X One, X Two, that terrible Wolverine Origins movie.
0: Nah, where Deadpool was a douche. Yeah. I
1: love how everybody hates that movie now. When I walked, I
0: through. don't, I didn't hate it. I still, there are parts of it that I still liked. I thought Dominic Moynihan was great in that movie, but, um, I, I mean, Deadpool is so much cooler Well, than, uh, yeah. Now. I didn't know how cool he could be, and, uh, you know. I, I kind of like Leo Schreiber being his brother. That was kind of fun. It was kind of fun to see who the heck's that guy from New Orleans, Remy LeBeau, or whatever. Gambit. What Gambit. Like, that was kind of cool.
1: Gambit was That girl great. was like,
0: man, oh, whatever, who cares? But, uh, that she, like, helped him get his Wolverine name or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, but, it, like, yeah, now that I know how cool Deadpool is, I can kind of understand why people were
1: pissed. <laughs> okay, so the other tie-ins we got was, like, you know, the end of X2, um, you know, there there was the, like, they were going to kill all the mutants... Right. Using uh, Strike Your Son, using Cerebro, and
0: right, and
1: everything that they and were so doing they, at Alkali Lake there.
0: They made it seem like that's kind of what happened here, but it was an accident, just because, yeah, because exactly. Professor X's brain is declining. Yes. What is exactly. it that they say at that one point in the movie? It's like, the most dangerous brain in the world has a degenerative brain disease. Like, mm-hmm. that's where we are. Which they, is they where we are. They said,
1: like, that man's brain is a WMD.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's where we are in the United States right now. Ugh. But I'm not gonna talk about, anymore about President Garbage Trump.
1: Oh, um. oh I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> so then the last thing is, you know, what what were they suppressing uh, Professor X's power with? Were they using the the formula that Beast made up in the you know yes. in the seventies in the seventies. The yep. you know, are they using that? Which to, they
0: had used on him and the other.
1: And X's I movie. don't think they are using that because then he could walk. Because when he was taking that, he could walk.
0: It made him more, like, human and less mutant. But he's so sick, though, now, Jeff. I don't Uh, know, like, his body... Like, what he can still handle, you know, it could be just that it's only able to, like, suppress his mutant part, but it can't heal him the way that it used to because he's so old and and so declined. So then
1: I think they're using up a special concoction of the cure from X-Men 3, The Last Stand, because... We know it doesn't last forever. We know it's only a temporary fix because you know we, obviously Magneto got his powers back again after they after we saw that.
0: And I think they were also giving him like epilepsy pills to stop well, his true, seizures, But they were giving him a so. shot.
1: The shot of something. yeah, the shot.
0: The shot I like it was suppressed secure, his powers. Cure. Yeah, I think it was the stuff Beast need. because even though he couldn't walk, I feel like his body was so deteriorated that it only could just suppress the mutant part of him. It couldn't make him physically better
1: and we've seen arguments on both sides too yeah when we try to look it up for ourselves to see what what people thought it was so um you should let us know what you think it was yeah for sure right exactly moving on we had dr rice what a jerk this guy is
0: yeah it's that guy that played jack seward in uh bram stoker's dracula i was thinking about hudson hawk Yeah, I just kept thinking about him being that jerk that was, like, trying to get with Lucy, and she wasn't into it, But so he just kept, like, hitting the sauce and Ah. taking weird drugs and then, like, having some deliriums or whatever. But, boy, is this guy a dick. I mean, his whole purpose is to, like, get rid of mutants so that he can create mutants that are just used for the purpose of, like, fighting in wars. Which is always, like, such a dumb, stupid idea. Like, I just watched another Jurassic Park again the other night where Vincent D'Onofrio pretty much plays, like, the same douchey guy. Where he's like, hey, let's get the raptors to, like, fight in a war. Look, Chris Pratt, you can make them do what you want. And Chris Pratt's like, no, I can't, dumbass. Like... I get them to maybe behave a little bit sometimes, but then they're going to do whatever the hell they oh, Yep, yep, they did whatever the hell they wanted, just like just like X-24 does. And this dick thinks that he can like make X-24 do whatever he wants, and he's like, no, stop, X-24. Stop killing all the people. Guess what? He doesn't care. He's not going to do what you say because you can't control him. He's way more powerful than you will ever be, and someday he's going to destroy you. So that's what you get. That's what you get military when you try to control things that you really can't control. And that's all I have to say about that. But boy, is this guy a douche.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what Kristen said. <laughs> so we, we learned that Dr. Rice is the guy who modified the corn syrup with the virus. Corn syrup. To um, prevent any more mutations from happening. Yeah,
0: now when you see those commercials where those ladies are like, corn syrup isn't bad for you. It's like corn. Yep, now you see, it is.
1: It's evil. I don't have the ability to fly. Because of corn syrup. Corn syrup, you've done it. That's what we should have had the sponsor be.
0: Yeah,
1: corn <laughs> syrup, sucking it
0: up since 1950.
1: Some I don't know. I don't know. So let's talk about the impact of the death of Wolverine. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh
0: yeah. The
1: death of Wolverine. Yeah. So and
0: Professor X too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So we can we can talk about all the all of uh, all the the life the life's lost here. You know. Deadzies. Um, Caliban he blew himself up. Yep. He blew himself up to sacrifice for the greater good. That was awesome. Good for him. Yeah, he, he did the right badass.
0: thing. He was badass. But then at the end, they were trying to get his DNA to like create more creatures. Of course. Evil. Dr. Rice douchebag. You,
1: you broke rule, comic book rule number one. You, you killed the hero. You know? So how are yeah. you going to uh, keep the franchise going kind of thing?
0: Yeah. So... Well, um, they're, probably, they're just going to reboot it, I guess, right? Again.
1: We'll get to that. Something. We'll get to yeah. that. So... Um, you know, Professor X, you know, X-24 stabbed him right in the chest.
0: Yep, and, and then Logan's, like, ho- holding him when he's dying, and he's like, it wasn't me, I- it wasn't me. And, but it's, like, heartbreaking, because Professor X-, X thought he was talking to Logan, and then the guy that looked like Logan stabbed him in the heart.
1: And he's got a brain <sighs> condition. <sighs> Brutal. Brutal. It's Brutal! so sad.
0: And then he, yeah, he dies in the back of the truck. <laughs> Sniff. Sniff.
1: Now, Logan stuff. You know yeah, he, fighting alongside of his daughter, who you know, the toe claw, you know, the two claws that she has, you know, the yep. normal X twenty three stuff like very cool.
0: Yeah, she's she, a her fight badass, scenes, were, that little girl. Her fight
1: Ooh. scenes were great.
0: Yeah, they were metal. She just is Her like,
1: acting was great. I don't even
0: care. I'm taking y'all out. Like I never saw a little kid be that badass. It was awesome.
1: It really was. So she's fighting alongside of her dad, but her dad just can't. He just can't hack it, you know? No,
0: and he's trying so hard. And he's also, like, just so heartbroken because he tells her, like, a little bit earlier in the film, like, anybody that he cares about gets hurt. And yeah. he feels like it's Not because Not too long of him. before
1: that, you're right.
0: Yeah, but then he has to go and try to save her. And he's successful in that, but unfortunately he can't save himself. No. And that's very sad. And she clearly loves him in whatever capacity she can for the short window of time that she knows him. Um... You know, she's definitely sad that she didn't get to spend that much time with him and she knows he's like a good person in his soul, but he's so broken when she finds him. You know, he doesn't have much left to give.
1: I thought it was awesome when she was going to put the cross on his grave, but then turn it sideways for the ex. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. It was a it was a fitting end, you know, and, and great good you know good for Hugh Jackman he was unknown you know because mm-hmm. some people like when they get discovered with, with 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 one role they get embarrassed by it he owned it what was he full-time roles in three X-Men movies and then two spinoffs mm-hmm. plus Days of Future Past mm-hmm. so it's six movies first class he had a cameo and um um Apocalypse he had a cameo yeah so that's that's 8 times right there. Then the Logan movie is 9.
0: Yeah, he really owned being Wolverine. I think he did a wonderful job. I'm so glad that I got to see all of those movies where he really just rocked it. I love that he sort of rode that edge of being like caring and sweet, but also like so badass and tough, and he pulled it off. You know, he just he's a great actor and a really wonderful wolverine so i've certainly felt sad to see him go and you know Professor X too I, jlp just kills it i love every role that i've ever seen him in he's just awesome and as a human being he's amazing so
1: it was well Guys, casted it was well shot we salute you everything about it was great it was different than the comic tale um, uh, there were still some similarities in there, but... Yeah,
0: and well, well done. I mean, a really good story. You could watch it over and over again, because there's so many details, especially, like, they were saying online, but we thought this, too, like, you want to figure out who all the kids are, like, whose DNA they got. Yeah. Like, who's being replicated, because everybody's dead in this world, except for the mutant kids that aren't real children of mutants. They're, you know, genetic...
1: Test tube babies. Test
0: tube babies. But even yeah, not even worse than regular test tube babies because they were just like injected into an existing egg and then put in like a surrogate mother. So, um, they don't have real parents in any way, shape, or form. Poor little loves, but you know, whose whose uh, DNA did they get? Because we saw one child that was probably, um, you know, the flame the pyro, pyro we saw the Ice little man. girl who can fr- freeze people like mm. Iceman. um and then yeah various other powers but uh good movie really g- solid good interesting heartbreaking layered film
1: yeah two thumbs up uh exceeded my expectations i knew it was gonna be good and it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah,
0: and different. Like, the tone is very different. So, it's not going to be what you would expect from a standard X Men or a superhero movie.
1: Now, in our, you know, when we talked about this, this is, I feel like this is the third time this year we brought this up, but last fall we did a, you know, R rated superhero movie strictly only podcast. When we did that, you know, we were talking about this movie during it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and. To to say like you know how different is going to be and it was the it was the violence, and the and the language, went with the tone of the movie. Yes, where like as Deadpool's did, it was a comical use of cursing and a comical use of violence went with the R rating. This this level of the you know, that stuff. Violence and cursing. Yeah, this was yeah. more
0: like a gritty like street movie. Yeah, like, like a. Like a, like a gangster movie, like a like a movie like that, like Training Day, like something where you're like, yeah, Whoa, it's this a good is comparison dark. Too. Like, this is sad. Like people that I care about are going to a dark place, and it's not.
1: There know. wasn't nearly enough of the the road trip aspect in it for me. You know, when, when you see like a road trip movie, I expected a little more of that. It was kind of like, oh, we're in Mexico, then we're Oklahoma City, then we're here, then we're here. It
0: was kind of like Little Miss Sunshine. That's a road trip movie, L- little like bit. just okay. sad, yeah. just kind of like. <laughs> that's this a is great not,
1: comparison. This, yeah, like awesome. this is
0: not going well for these people, but they're still trying to hang in there and love each other. It wasn't silly, it was like, okay, yeah, like this is what life is like, and you just sort of try to make it the best you can, you know, with Grandpa in the back dying and the little girl that everybody's hoping.
1: We'll save them. Yeah, I hear you. All right, so let's talk about what's next for the X Men, um, the X Men uh, franchise. So, I believe the the first thing I know is that they're doing a Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Right. The, so the Dark Phoenix movie apparently is going to be different than uh, what what we saw in the. Um, the Last Stand, where we saw um, some Dark Phoenix stuff. We you know, we just saw Gene, but that that wasn't really a Dark Phoenix because the Dark Phoenix, Dark Phoenix, the Phoenix is an alien. Yes, know?
0: yes, that inhabits Gene, but that's not really how we've seen it depicted so far.
1: So the thing is, if you look this up on IMDb, you know I read this a, a while ago. Yeah, look, it was announced November second. The it's set to be released next year, and they got no details here.
0: They only have Sophie Turner who is awesome in in the last X-Men movie, and then she is also awesome as Sansa, which is the mm-hmm. last season of being Sansa on Game of Thrones. <laughs> Except for the... Coming up next month. The four... Spin-offs. Four or five
1: doing. spin-offs now?
0: Hey, <laughs> this be I don't know what they're going to be doing with that stuff. I don't know. But George still hasn't written that book, so...
1: <laughs> I don't think he will.
0: I don't think he's going to either. I think he's like, eh. Ah, Thanks for telling the story. I'm done. Look, writing is hard work, all right? I'm not, you know, I've sassed George before, but I'm going to be honest. It's really hard to, like, even when you have a great idea to, like, sit down and actually bang it out. It's hard work.
1: It's hard finding that time.
0: Focus and so time. Then, what, I,
1: what I think we might actually see, too, is um, we know all the kids. We know they went to Canada. We know they had the power. Powers. Yeah, they're
0: Canadians. eh. Yeah.
1: Hey, so, I'm thinking that, you know, due to there being an Alpha Flight in the end credits of the movie, saying, you know, Alpha Flight camera crew, I think that, that Alpha Flight, they're going to be the new Alpha Flight, and we're going to see this Canadian X-Men team of Alpha Flight taking place in the future. Um, Uh-oh, here we go.
0: No, I just, I feel like that's a great sticks, idea. We should all moose. go to Canada.
1: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I heard there's no orange goblins in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so, we know that the Dark Phoenix has been an- announced, and that's pretty much it. It's coming out next year, and it doesn't look like they started any work on it yet. So, um, you guys might want to push that date back a little bit. Because Deadpool's yeah. coming out next year, right?
0: Deadpool! Yep.
1: So you got an X Men movie coming out and, next year, and
0: um, Infinity Wars, which is gonna be
1: awesome. Right, you're right. I was sticking to this, to this. Oh,
0: sorry. Yeah.
1: What else is next year? With uh, is uh, Ant Man and Wasp, Infinity War, and mm-hmm. Black Panther.
0: Yes, we got three a lot of stuff
1: Marvel movies. I I hope Marvel's not like gonna get greedy and like and like keep like bumping it up and like every month there's a new Marvel movie that comes out.
0: No, they gotta pace themselves like Star Wars. You don't want to over. You don't want to inundate like everyone with too much because then people get frustrated. Like you have to, you know, it's, it's a simple economics equation. You have to have supply and demand. So you got to get people demanding. You don't want to give them too much supply. (laughs)
1: <laughs> right today's economics lesson is brought to you by Kristen T. Kist you can find more information on our website <laughs> prisondad.com speaking of just a reminder we will be at the Gaithersburg Book Festival next weekend yes unless uh, you are listening to this podcast in the future in that case thanks for coming to see us it was a lot of fun yeah
0: or hey why didn't you come see us yeah maybe jerks. we'll catch you at ChessyCon. yeah in November November
1: uh, but go to our website, prisondad.com, for information, more information about the Githersburg Maryland Book Festival. Hopefully it's a much nicer day, because last year it was cold and raining the whole day. Yes. Uh, we are working on our sixth book. We surely are. Uh, we're starting the editing process pretty soon.
0: Yes, I have uh, some work to do on, on the third installment of the Lessikin yes.
1: franchise. Yes, yes, exactly. So that's very
0: exciting stuff. And
1: we'll be sending all this information out. In an email to our email subscribers pretty soon. So if yes. you're on an email list, make sure you hit us up at, uh, let's come at gmail.com and Say, hey, add me to your email list. If not, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. On our
0: website. Send us a message on our website. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah.
1: yeah. And until next week, may the claws be with you. The claws. You heard me. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. Okay. Later.